0: Hey everyone, welcome to a cross-platform episode of You'll Probably Agree and Every Movie Has a Lesson. I ventured out to LodgeCon 2022. Uh, LodgeCon is an event in uh, Pietone, Illinois, which is uh, my friend and fellow critic Don Shanahan's hometown. And we ventured out there with him, and it was this tiny little con where people would... Uh, have a large emphasis on tabletop gaming, but they also sold, you know, nostalgic toys, sort of like how they do it, um, you know, C2E2 in San Diego Comic-Con and all that. And there was even some uh, uh, video game stuff there as well. But we had a little panel there to talk about the current state of media. Joining me was, of course, Don Shanahan from Every Movie Has a Lesson and Annie Banks from A Chuckload of Comics. And uh, yeah, we talked for... I think almost an hour and a half about uh, the current state of Hollywood. Uh, are we creatively bankrupt? Are we not? Uh, and a whole other thing: uh, films we want to, films and TV shows we want to see come back. Uh, a whole plethora of pop culture issues that we kind of just laid on the plate altogether. Uh, I want to thank my usual background and. My website and most of my older videos, Galway Bay, located at 500 West Diversity Parkway in Chicago, Illinois, it is one of my favorite dive bars to go to and a great place to uh, meet some locals and have a drink and also, you know, you could play video games in the basement there and do a whole bunch of other fun stuff. But anyways, let me get started with the episode. I hope you guys enjoy it.
1: I'll get this started here. My name is Don Shanahan. I'm representing the, uh, my own site, Every Movie Has a Lesson, representing 25 Years Later, a zillion critics groups, and the co-host of the Cinephile Hissy Fit podcast. The audio we make from this panel today will probably go towards a future show between myself and a shout out to Bill Johnson from Phoenix, Arizona, who is my co-host, who is not making the trip to Peatone, Illinois. Uh, but I'm here in spirit, and he is here in spirit, and the beard that I have is in his spirit. Um, to, playing the host here to my right is Annie Bakes from Chuckload of Comics. Uh, she's been a frequent guest on Mike's content and my content, so we're all good friends and buddies here. And then steering the ship and running the show uh, on the inside is Mike Crowley of You'll Probably Agree, also publishing reviews on 25. Well, this panel will likely show up on his channels and networks and socials as well. Yep. Can't wait.
0: At YPAreviews.com. The YPA stands for you'll probably agree.
1: There we go. <laughs> all right. So, so what brings us here together, we're all fans. We're all, I mean, we're still professional film critics. All of us are here. We're all press credentials. Seeing Black Panther on Monday, we get to be, humble brag, we get to be those people. And um, the first question we kind of thought about when we kind of bring people together, because we're in a room with just... Uh, our own selves, our own phantoms, our own expectations, and a lot is going on where, you know, how do we feel about the current state of media on uh, all the things that are out there?
0: Well, uh I guess I can go first. It's Please. it's kind of just a natural evolution because right now, you know, we, we get everyone always likes to say, oh Marvel movies, comic book movies, they're terrible, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. But the thing is, we're still paying money to see it and it's just a natural evolution of the Hollywood system. You know, ever since Star Wars came around in 77, well, really, it started with Jaws and then Star Wars, where, you know, people wanted to get escapism, right? And escapism's great. I love it. Um, I guess there's a lot of complaints that Hollywood doesn't have anything original anymore and blah, 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 which I always kind of say, like, well, boo-hoo, that's what makes money.
1: You brought up the creative bankrupt title, word word dropped before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, I think that's something everyone says. Like, you know, are we really creatively bankrupt? No, there's always more ideas. Yeah. But we're kind of just going through, like, another wave of Hollywood where it's like we're going to see the same thing, kind of like the Western and everything else, where – it's around for a while, and it's going to die out, although I don't think the comic book genre will die out because it's been going strong since, like, God, since Superman, really. Yeah. yeah. And it, it went away for a bit, but now, it's, uh, but now it's back, you know. But outside of that, I mean, I, yeah, I, there's a lot of movies now, even outside of Hollywood. Just the amount of content that's available online is huge. So if you want to really find, like, a good movie, you can go out and find it. It's mm-hmm. easy, too. So, like, I don't really have much of a problem with the current state of Hollywood, you know, despite all the yeah. complaints and everything like that.
1: Anywhere you at with this?
2: Um, I, I didn't think that the current state of genre is something that learns and cannibalizes itself. Um, it, it cannibalizes, looks, itself. It cannibalizes true. itself just because it's, it's, true. it's so redundant, in a sense, mm-hmm. though there are peaks of originality. Um, like Mike said, Jaws and Star Wars were kind of the blueprint. And that has evolved ever since. But going from there, you see a lot of the same tropes and uh, expectations mm-hmm. yeah. arise from these different genres. Uh, there is room for validity. I think that that is, you know, the way that our world shapes, fiction shapes with it. And mm-hmm. I said this earlier, but fiction re- reflects reality and vice versa. Um, but I think we're at such a stagnant point, especially with these last couple of years, kind of allowing creativity to flux and then also kind of revert into itself yeah. where we're so used to seeing what we like and we are afraid to take risks because of how successful mm-hmm. the copycats and the copy genres have been um i think that there's room for evolution i think that there's room for growth in this it just it's going to take some time
1: i'm with you um i mean we've been, we've been living in a charm life you know we, we the dream fulfillment of things that have been created since you know, since you in 78 and accelerated since the change of the century in 2000, like, we've gotten to see so many things created that we never thought would be created. But at the same time, you know, our cup can runneth over. But um, I'm with Mike, where sometimes that creative bankruptcy that you've brought up in the past can be very real, but there's so much that's out there, so Mm -hmm. much untapped things. But but I have to agree with you, Andy, we're at a tipping point where... uh, it's uh it's we're at a where we go from here kind of spot where marvel is transitioning from its very big ending of phase three and we're we're stepping where we are in phase four warners is in flux with what to do with dc um different properties are here and there like amazon has this stranglehold on lord of the rings where can that go hbo is still churning out game of thrones and what things they can do like it still feels like we're at a yeah we're at that tipping point of like. Now that TV thinks the pandemic has become probably almost an equally viable thing to movies, where can it all fit and where can it all go and still work? Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it it is oversaturated where everything is just being rebooted and read this, read that. Like, uh, there, there was that video I sent you guys in our private chat last night of Orson Welles. And Mm -hmm. like in it, he said, there's nothing worse than the homage, you know, I don't want to see another damn homage in my movies. I'll go... Cra- and it's like, I kind of get it because, like, I think I said as a joke he hated The Force Awakens because The Force Awakens was just a giant homage to those films and everything now is like a callback. Like, if you see, for instance, when we saw Doctor Strange, like, what was the big thing everybody remembers? The Illuminati, mm-hmm. John Krasinski as, uh, you know, the, the smartest man in the world who happens to tell Wanda that this guy can destroy your, the, your skull. Yeah. Tip t- hands often, buddy. Don't play poker. Yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we we we. I'm wondering when we're when people will just stop paying money to see these movies. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime Same. soon. So yeah. we're gonna still be in this cycle for a long time. And you know, we can we can complain and moan all about it. But th- these movies aren't going anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, to your point, like um, you know there. Annie says tipping point. I agree with her. You know, there's, there, there's got to be room for the market to improve, even though yeah. the market has never been more rich than it is. Mm-hmm. Is the oversaturation a real yeah. thing?
0: Yeah, it is. Because, like, what, what new original idea has really made a lot of money, you know? That's a good question. Like, I haven't seen anything original that's like, something that's not based on a property. I haven't seen that. I mean, it reminds me of
1: this Avatar 2008, eight, seven.
0: Um, yeah, I mean now we have the way of water coming
1: out, which which is now going to become its own property. Yeah, so, yeah which we're there. I, I don't know. Is is that movie even going to be like any? Well, I'm very. I don't curious. doubt James Cameron anymore in my life. That guy always co- finds a way to blow our minds. Th- that's the impresses. thing, because he's. I'm ready. Uh,
0: um, I mean, to piggyback off of uh, uh, Martin Scorsese's point about movies sort of being like theme park rides Mm. in a lot of ways james cameron's movies and i mean this in the nicest possible way are theme park rides you know Eh, because if if you think about it um avatar was like oh my god you get to see this in 3d even titanic in a way Mm -hmm. it's like a tacked on love story with a which actually i think the love story is pretty good but um it's a tacked on love story with you know seeing a real sort of modern day realistic depiction of the titanic sinking you know so we're there to see the visual effects and the and all the bells and whistles that he has attached to his films but is it going to be enough to make avatar float above water i'm not sure but you know yeah. I'm I'm very curious. Didn't you Me see too. the trailer actually?
2: We know.
1: all got remember we all got
0: we, pressed yeah. to like yeah. They made, it, was like, like, it was
2: before Doctor Strange where they were Dr. ushering Change. groups uh, and yeah. like it was like 5 at a time. It was like, and you go met, sit in the theater where
1: a trailer was a press event. It yeah. Was yeah. wasn't even a before. trailer
2: though. It was like key visuals.
1: Yeah, key was, visuals set to a
2: some I you know I'm not
1: music cuz it wasn't Horner stuff. I'm
2: not like you. I I'm like you. I don't watch trailers. So I you know I don't really know. But I, we got the three
1: glasses got on the, and they put us in front of it.
2: They sure it's like a baby sensory video.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but at the same time, I, I don't know if there's there's a lot of originality in horror right now. Yeah, uh, that's if you look at cool, Barbarian, sure. Barbarian yeah, was yeah. Insane Smile, you know, as cliche uh-huh. it may have been, it was original.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we've got X and Pearl. X and Pearl yeah. by now
2: Maxine. And, yeah. you know, I think that there's a lot of originality in horror that goes overlooked by genre subs mm-hmm. who are, you know, were Scorsese <laughs> fanboys or something of the likes. And well, they just the kind of look... Marvel fanboys, yeah. Sometimes. You know, I think being able to encamp your fan base is a lot. Yeah, It proves success, but when you only isolate yourself to watching a single genre mm-hmm. or consuming mm-hmm. one form of media, you are blind to whatever else is out there.
1: I think the oversaturation is real because of just... Um, I get supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Like no, sure. it, th- These things are selling for a reason, but they don't feel as special anymore because there's so many. Like, yeah. we'll get out of... I mean, there's... Marvel had it stacked up where they sometimes have as many as four feature films a year. Yeah. And when there was only one or two, it felt more special. There were, there were, like it was an event. You had to wait. There mm-hmm. was patience. There was anticipation. Now it's just, a, it, it, it comes out so fast. And then you have these TV shows that are now four or five, six, where they, they fill the gaps. And now that they do that, there's no gaps. There's never mm-hmm. an absence of way makes the heart grow fonder kind of thing. Where back, in, I don't want to say like the oldest man at the table, but I'm the oldest man at the table, um, where things felt more special when you had to wait, mm-hmm. um, when it took two, three years for the next thing to come around and you just valued what you had when, when it was there. I get that you, that they can make what they can make and make it with this amount of volume to never turn the faucet off, but that counts as oversaturation sometimes.
3: Well, you
2: make a really me. good point there because I were growing up, I was a really big Hunger Games fan and mm-hmm. I was a really big Twilight mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. And Harry Potter was a big part of my life. Yeah. And that trifecta right there, you know, being an impressionable preteen girl who was obsessed with these novels and being them brought to life on the big screen. And when you'd have to wait two or three years, mm-hmm. I would go at midnight and I would oh, beg yeah. my parents it, to take me at midnight. And I'd go yeah. with my friends and we'd dress up and we'd, you know, Tom Felton came to uh, my town for mm-hmm. one of the movies. I was like, this is... I'm still heartbroken. I never got to meet him, but you know what I mean. I'm like Tom mm-hmm. Felton is in my town for Harry Potter. That's crazy. You know, it yeah. was the coolest yeah. thing for me. I, everyone else who was sharing that experience and the oversaturation of media, where I can open Disney Plus or Hulu or HBO Max or Netflix or anything. Mm-hmm. Now Roku, yeah. you know, and, yeah, and have hundreds, hundreds, <laughs> even YouTube. Yeah, you know, you can make a day out of watching twenty-minute videos on YouTube or short films. And there's so much that kind of going back to the first question there about the creativity in genre is that there's totally opportunity for creativity in genre, but because of the high volume, high stakes studios, especially these blockbuster movies, right. they're drowning it out. And coming from a marketing perspective, um, that's
1: you it's, all right.
2: it's Yeah, it's so hard to make sure that each marketing campaign is top notch. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see a lot of creative marketing campaigns anymore. You know, I, I think the yeah. coolest one that I saw recently was earlier this year for the Batman
3: mm-hmm. where they good.
2: did the URL radaalata mm-hmm. and and then the post credit scene was the the Riddler yeah. but the website used and it was so brilliant mm-hmm. and the way that everything came together where you were forced to see the movie in a way to understand what the heck you know and now going back like you look at the website and there's like a banner that's like this has been seized by Gotham the Gotham and like that's that's so clever to yeah. me um, but, I, you know, instead of just slapping a wrap on a Mountain Dew bottle
3: right, or, know. you know, yeah. y-
2: putting out 500 Black Adam trailers where mm. I can't even watch a football game because I've seen all Black Adam, right. yeah. especially some of the end Edgerton yeah. scene. Um,
1: you bring it, up the studios. Yeah. Um, is it a situation where there's just not healthy competition? Like, Marvel's winning. Mm. Winning like crazy. <laughs> where they don't have to push that hard. And now that it, – because it's so dominated by Disney, Marvel can, like – and Warner Brothers hasn't been consistent or organized. Like, is this all, Marvel doesn't have to try that hard anymore. They've, yeah. ha- they've got us. And when they, when they don't have to try very hard, we don't see the creativity sure. in the marketing. We don't see the specialness of this and that. I feel like if there was admirable competition or legitimate competition, that can act, mm-hmm. they because the, when there's competition, the, the two competitors get better along the way because yeah. they're forced to raise their game a little bit. Exactly. And Marvel doesn't have to because DC's screwing up and Amazon's not enough, and, and all the little stuff is too small, or horror is forgotten because yeah. it's tiny,
3: yeah.
1: uh, and it's not Disney. So I feel like I just want something to climb high enough to compete with them so that it's not just all them.
2: If we were at the point where there was such equality in these blockbuster studios, yeah. where everyone, they're not focused on box office performance, but they're more focused on becoming a public conversation. Mm.
3: Yeah. Instead mm-hmm.
2: of saying I'm going to, like we we're go- we're very fortunate to be in a position where we're at the privilege of seeing something every week that's been you know with a few days to a few months yeah. in advance and you know not everyone has that luxury mm. but in the meantime if you're catering through marketing perspectives you know like if McDonald's did the toy throwback like they do with Pokemon mm-hmm. or the adult toys or things like that or what you know I grew up that was you get your toy your collectible or something like that Mm -hmm. um you get the cutouts the theaters you do where there's some sort of incentivization where you go and you get your (laughs) tickets and then you get something with it you know and 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 it's not the mountain it's not the mountain you know it's something more it's something like a keepsake or collectible and it's a tangible memory of some form of media and i think that we are so used to being digital natives Mm. where some of us have become you know so engrossed in social media wow. mm-hmm. that we forget that there has to be a the sense tangible. of tangibility.
1: That's a great way of thinking about it. You know. Mike, what do you think?
0: It, it was, uh, I was wondering, when you, when you were mentioning that, I, there's so many collectibles from movies that I have as a kid. Like, I remember Pizza Hut... They had the Casper yeah. sort of puppet ghost that I still have with yeah. those. And now everything's online. It's like the problem with online is it goes in the cloud. It disappears. Oh, yeah. Unless you own the Space Jam website, it's <laughs> all
1: gone. I was the McDonald's kid with the Batman Forever glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Those four glasses, mm-hmm. remember those?
3: And those in the Flintstones. The, oh, oh, those are perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah. But that, that yeah. was
1: more special than a plastic toy in your Happy Meal. No. That was a big deal. It was it was all ages, because you know, those are, I'm not saying it's fine china in the house, but like, mm-hmm. That was a glass you ate at dinner, not just a
0: toy that was in your basement. Right, (laughs) I I still have the uh, Batman Returns toys just because of like because like when that movie came out, like McDonald's saw how. Yeah. Screwed up it oh, was. Sure. They're like messaging Tim Burton. They're like, "What's that black stuff coming out of the penguin's mouth?" Uh-huh. And then they just like made these toys that had like really nothing to do with the movie. They have like Catwoman's car with that just has like a tail that goes back and forth. That's right. But the nice thing is, is like you actually got cool stuff with it. Like if you see the Happy Meals now, like once in a while I'll take like my it's nephew sad. out and I'll get him a Happy Meal, and it's like here's a giant uh and like a the car. raccoon. Yeah. That just that's has his fancy. arm go up and down. I'm like, this yeah.
2: sucks, man. Like, they, we to get
0: way better toys. Well, yeah. that's
2: like when I sent you guys. I was at a few antique shops. Yeah, uh, I remember at, that around this area a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, and they had like the old Episode One Star Wars Qui Gon Obi Wan figures. Yeah. I, there was like the R2 Pepsi cooler. Yeah. There was, like, the old, like, old, old novelizations mm-hmm. of Empire Strikes Back and things mm-hmm. like that. The old posters, mm-hmm. you know, the collectible figurines of, from everything. And I'm looking at, like, even, like, the Star Trek, early 60s, 70s Star yeah. Trek, I'm looking at this. I'm like, this is so cool. Especially, yeah. that, it's, it's special. But it's special and lasting. It's also a form of marketing. Yeah. True. You're Had selling that, um, the film by selling the items.
0: Do they just, like, not want to, like, pay the money to produce them I don't know or something I like that? Yeah. yeah,
1: I wonder if they just, if they, like, the goods and costs. Uh, yeah. That's kind of a sidebar for me is, like, has um, has that market, the collectible market, mm-hmm. priced themselves away from being mom and pop, normal uh, everyday family kids? Like you got on the action figure, action figure aisle now at a comic book store, or yeah. even basic at Target and Walmart. That stuff isn't cheap anymore. Like an action figure is twelve bucks mm-hmm. and made to be real fancy that you maybe don't take out of the box. Or you have walls of Funko pops you never yeah. take out of the box. Yeah. Like what can you even play a Funko figure with? Whereas. I'm a kid who had the superpowers figures and the Secret Wars figures, and mm-hmm. they could—they're—they're still—they're indestructible, and yeah. my kids play with them today, forty years later. Oh my god! And like man. those figures, like you could do stuff with. Now they're—they're they're collector pieces. They're—they're they're in a cabinet more than they are on a on the, on the on the living room floor. Has that market been ruined by? I hate to say ruined by adults, but has been ruined by adults.
0: You know, it kind of has because like we we ended up collecting these toys. And even as adults, and now, like, the kids, they get, like, kind of the crappier stuff. And mom and dad has the cool stuff. Like, uh, Mm. you know, like, I have, like, a Boba Fett helmet that's, like, straight up, like, the kid wants that. He doesn't want the crappy little thing.
2: Is it the Black Series? Uh, I don't know. I
0: I I think I got it from Hot Toys or Uh, something like that. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, but now kids like mom and dad have the cooler toys and no. they just play with mom and dad's no. toys a lot of times and yeah the stuff the stuff they offer to the kids now is just kinda lame and like it doesn't really turn them on to seeing it but you know, there like has have run
1: into some action figures where, like the Marvel ones, they're like this tall, yeah. Yeah. and they just bend at the shoulders and the hips, and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't you do can't anything. not play anything with that. It, it looks like a Christmas soldier.
3: Yeah, there's no there's no there's no interactive life. play where you yeah. can
1: put them in scenes and do different stuff. Those Happy Meal yeah. toys used to be more opposable than that. You yeah, know? and here we are with. Groot in one arm you know yeah yeah exactly
0: it's ridiculous there's even like a batman toy that looks very awkward if you like move the hand back and forth he looks like he's never mind Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but yeah we have that but i mean what can the what what can the market do to improve it then instead of just going because i like the idea like warner brothers like annie said always did the right thing with batman because even dating back before the batman The Dark Knight had these really cool marketing campaigns with with
1: Harvey. And the campaigns were good.
0: Yeah, because there was this whole thing about I believe in Harvey Dent and what's going on. And you find out it was something from the Joker online. And it kind of like created buzz and a stir about it. Where Marvel, yeah, they'll just go around and it's like, Super Bowl, here's our movie. Oh, that's not Marvel. That was DC. But Mm -hmm. they still do the same thing. But what what
1: can they do to like improve it? I got to point at you, Annie. It's the marketing people. (laughs) We like the and maybe those ideas aren't coming out of those rooms yeah. because like even from just the naming how many how many networks are called plus
2: exactly yeah too many yeah
1: like, you couldn't yeah. get in a market room and come up with your own thing let's just steal the thing that's working copy the homework but don't make it look like you're copying the homework. Warner right.
2: Brothers Paramount hey all <laughs> hi <laughs> yeah. uh, but no I you know I think this goes back to the base of the conversation of genre yeah. where there's so much ex- expectation and um, anticipation yeah. for these genres to outperform outperform themselves, especially mm-hmm. science fiction, fantasy, yeah. and, and those higher level, more articulate studios who have the funds. I mean, look at Lucasfilm using the volume. Mm-hmm. Their stuff is stunning, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's so hard to find solid marketing
3: mm-hmm. because
2: all of this cash is poured into production value and, and mm-hmm. not a lot mm-hmm. of... Um, other creative outlets, mm-hmm. such as screenwriting or things yeah. like that, yeah. where there's so much emphasis on visual appeal that it's taking back from other elements that may work in tandem. I think they're um,
1: taking audiences for granted that this stuff sells itself because of name property alone. Yeah. 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 Then, they, then the hard part is us true believers get there and go with our sharper eyes and go, "You're you're cutting corners," oh. mm. you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. well, you- Hey, hey! hey. No. Darth Vader I'm just staying, walked you know. in the door. No I know. Trooper. OK, let's ask him about creative bankruptcy, huh? Huh? OK. okay. I was Obi-Wan on <laughs> a scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> I mean, the <Ooh, laughs> finger point. He
0: gave you a 1. <laughs> uh, okay, a he's kind of right. He didn't like the fact um. that he was defeated.
3: True.
2: <laughs> true, 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 He but the But bringing up Obi-Wan in this, yeah. the Obi-Wan marketing was very poor.
3: Yeah, it was. You sold it, it
2: on, again, I, I really liked the first episode and the final episode. Yeah, but yeah. which is they
0: really rude. Like, the rest are like, we don't know what to do. But Just they, they sold the it
2: only on McGregor's return mm-hmm. and on Hayden Christensen's return, which are, yeah. are, are wonderful. And, as a lifelong and fan, it's, you so, saw her, I get it's it, so fulfilling and, you know, and, yeah, you know yeah. it's so eloquently done. Um I have my own personal gripes with this with the series, but that's you know a yeah. different conversation. I, but they didn't sell it. You know, I they sold it on one aspect. Yeah. They sold it on this confrontation that kind of undoes a new hope mm-hmm. in a way. Do you feel um, like
1: they did the same with She-Hulk, where everyone was waiting for Daredevil? Yeah, and yeah absolutely. One small thing of a much larger show that they didn't market a the show. The,
0: with, with uh, Disney. It's like it's more like yeah, it's like you're watching the Johnny Carson show and you're waiting to see who's going to come through the curtain, rather uh, than yeah, what's going yeah. to be, you know, part of the story. You know, I mean, again, like I, I was talking with Don earlier about this, but like uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home was supposed to come out after. Uh, Doctor Strange the Multiverse. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that. I
2: can't do that. That doesn't make sense. I'm sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it kind of it kind of let the air out of the balloon for that movie because oh, with Spider Man being as
1: big as it was, yeah, yeah
0: because because like that had the huge payoff. You know, before mm-hmm. we knew all the Spider Men were there, everyone was speculating if they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield had his feet put to the fire with yeah. it, and you know he he did as good as he could, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's a Photoshop, but you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, where, where do we go from here where it's not about, oh, what villain's going to show up, what hero's going to show up? When is it going to be more about, why do I care about this person? Because there's a lot of movies now where hmm. I'm just not invested as much in the character you know, because I'm just question. waiting for the the big reveal. Which I think is, you
2: need a good character. Yeah, I, we need to go You're back right. to creating characters that people care about mm-hmm. and want to know about and can have an emotional connection with. Yeah, you know, you uh, we know people who see themselves in prominent characters in media and reflect on that. And you know, I we don't have that. We have Glop, mm-hmm. like Gupshito and Blormo from my shows, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that's and that's all fine and good and all. But I think in order to get someone to be invested in a franchise, yeah. you need to have a franchise that relies on good storytelling and strong characters to pull that through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Even like, with the first Avengers, everyone liked the core mm-hmm. five or seven or how many there were. And then it was, it was nice because it was condensed. And everyone had one that you could somewhat relate to or identify yeah. with or call mm-hmm. your favorite. And the expanding universes have become so out of hand. That you're you're looking through 15 different Wikipedia pages yeah. to figure out who goes where and what does who. That's you my know? yeah. That's uh, my
1: where do we go from here? Part is like you we've we've spent the the, the initial yeah. phase one through three folks. Those and some of those characters are shelved and dead and yeah. gone. Yeah. Where do you go from here? And can it be like how many people can grab onto? Shang-Chi, Ms. Yes. Marvel, yes. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, uh, Ironheart. Like, we have lots of little things coming that people have to get a Wikipedia page to figure out. Can a movie do enough to right. not let you look at a Wikipedia page and just live and breathe and enjoy a good creation?
2: I shouldn't have to do a, my research to enjoy something. Yeah. True. I should be able to, you know, true. and that's it not to be on say the that screen. I'm yeah. the guy who also writes the articles that are like, who are these people and why should, I, <laughs> yeah. why should I care? So I, it's kind of a double-edged yeah. sword here. I, you know, I don't want to put myself out of business, but at the same time, true. Um, I you know I want to be someone that organically falls in love with media again yeah. instead of having it so mass manufactured and I, it's exciting for young yeah. people to look up to Shang chi or Ms yeah. Marvel or Ironheart because that's mm-hmm. so
1: yeah. unique. What um, what is one new character from the last oh, let's Lord. say 3 years? That worked for you. Like, ooh, I'm in love already. That's you know, the one. There, there's one thing I'm watching me. I, mean,
0: I really ooh, like, and I don't like the character. I think he's kind of a bad person, but that's kind of why I like it. I've been watching Andor, and it's like a huge surprise ooh, for me. Kay. Is it
2: Skeen? Skeen? Is it Skeen?
0: No, no, it's Andor himself. And <laughs> no! I, I like the fact that he's a person where, because like, if you've seen Rogue One, like mm-hmm. the first time we see him, there's that guy who can't get up the wall, so he just shoots him. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what the? What? Why did he do that? <laughs> and no. then you see this show, and you're like, oh, this guy's kind of a psycho. Yeah. and then But then you actually see his past and you see kind of maybe why he is the way he is. And this is something where you don't have to see all the other Star Wars and get to know all the characters to get what's going on. You're watching like a legitimately kind of interesting drama where the lines between good and evil are kind of blurred, where you mm. sort of see why this guy is a terrorist threat and why the Empire wants to go after him. There's that one character who's sort of like the antagonist who lives with his mom, who kind of looks oh, like the, Kyle MacLachlan, the,
2: McLaughlin. the uh, <laughs> Imperial, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah, and he kind of like turns <laughs> things on its head, where you know you're kind of going, yeah, this guy's right, they gotta capture this guy, but y- you see that and you're like, okay, you don't need to see any other Star Wars stuff, you can watch this <laughs> as like a legitimate, like sort of yeah. spy thriller. And be invested in it. And it actually takes its time and has characters talk to each other mm-hmm. and it's not relying on member berries in yeah. order to get through.
2: Yeah.
1: I think I know your answer. <laughs> but yeah. I still want to
0: hear uh,
2: it. I did you know what? I really like Matt Fraction's run of Hawkeye, My mm-hmm. Wife is a weapon mm-hmm. and Kate Bishop was really cool to me. Mm-hmm. I've I've been that person that looks like a dark looks out of dark haired woman with a bow. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, she's just like me for real. Mm-hmm. You know? And I admit, like there's no correlation whatsoever. Yeah. But um man, that's a good question. I, I guess I would have to go with Kate. I, I figured, just yeah. I you yeah. know, there's really been nobody else. It's been so
1: Like a new character that's grabbed got me. She helped
2: Okay. Yeah. Um
1: I I'm a I guess yeah I'm a, a working professional, where I, I yeah, after I, after work, I want to have drinks with my coworkers, yeah. and she wants to, but just happens to be super powered, and yeah. has relationships, has struggles, has mm-hmm. troubles. Mm-hmm. Her family still bugs her and stuff like that. Like I enjoyed the humanistic side of that superhero, mm-hmm. uh, and done in a just a light, fun way. Where that, that new character, I was so glad and sinker from the moment wow. they get that show going. But you're right, it's rare. Like, I it's harder to do that with, um, or it's been harder to do that with other places. Like. I can, like Shang-Chi I loved as a movie, but at the same time, that's not my story. Uh, Ms. Marvel, wonderful introduction Mm -hmm. of character, take her further, but that's not my story. Uh, Not that something has to be for me, so to speak. That's a little grubby and and selfish, but, like, that one grabbed me the most lately. That's been fun.
2: But at the same time, it can be for you. Oh, no, that's fun If it's not for you. It's
1: for my daughter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, my my daughter, we're not, I mean, my daughter is a multiracial kid, thanks to me marrying a Chinese woman. Like, she's going to watch Ms. Marvel someday and see... I I teased my wife when we were watching Miss Marvel like that's you by the way.
3: <laughs> you are that
1: mom and you're going to be that mom to our daughter so like my daughter's going to watch Miss Marvel and love it. Um and my son's going to watch Shang-Chi and just want to kick and be a dragon oh, you sure. know so yeah. And that awesome. that's
2: what these movies are for. Yeah, definitely. You know I know there's a lot of gripe about um an older generation who does not get the target, or is not in the target audience. Yeah, yeah. You know, and but we hijack
1: because of our salty fandom. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, there's
2: such a need and a want to be included in. You know, this very cool. It's like a cool kids club for people who aren't actually cool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, said respectfully because I was. Yeah. You know, I was grew up not a cool kid, but this was something I felt very included in because I could see a part of myself yeah. in the people that made up this community and in the characters that made up the stories. Um,
1: I'm old enough to see it flip. Yeah. Where all of this nerddom and yeah. geekdom was was taboo yeah now yeah. it's the coolest thing in the world oh, where if you're not you're the squarest weirdest person in the yeah. world to not watch a marvel movie or a jurassic park movie or yeah. anything like that like if you're not into that you're the weird one instead of the
0: other way around i always it's say nerds are cool now you know yeah. like people people are always like oh that's nerdy it's like yeah you can't say it anymore like how did mm-hmm. you got did you go at midnight to see uh you know the, the newest
1: marvel right fight? okay so
0: that you're
2: in that boat. Yeah, yeah. that you were in that camp i'm yeah. happy
1: to see that like like you, one of the questions you brought up in our little discussion coming here was like the idea of pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably like the fact that we're here in a place where all of this is cool and accepted yeah. means we're at it or past it, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and when it got cool, is probably what I think it's your generation: Hunger Games,
3: yeah, uh, that Hunger was Games,
1: was, Lord, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, the aughts.
2: That was about. I think that's the tipping point where it became yeah, early yeah.
1: That's yeah. when 2000s it came, became sure. cool enough and cool enough to stay, yeah. not just be a niche. You know. And we're there now. We're yeah. living in that. And at some point, you're going to bring in another generation of people next. But you know,
2: it's so kids. cool to be able to do that because even with like the new Percy Jackson series coming out. Yeah. I adored Percy Jackson. Mm. I loved the series. I, I was, enthr- you know, enamored by and the... Logan the
1: Learman p- poster's on your <laughs> wall, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, sure. Well, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm rooting for him to show up as Poseidon or whatever. Ooh, but that'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, but, you know, being able to have that, and I have friends that I grew up reading Percy Jackson with, mm-hmm. or the Hunger Games, you know, with the new Hunger Games prequel, i iffy about that one. But, you know what I mean? It's, it's cool to see that excitement yeah. be passed on yeah. from generation you, to generation.
1: We, all of mm-hmm. us, we're, no matter age, ages, have formative memories that are attached to stuff like this. yeah. yeah. And we get to pass those. And it's oh, just...
2: yeah. I mean, my dad showed me Indiana Jones and Star yep. Wars mm-hmm. and Jaws and yeah. And you know, I didn't
1: do the hard way. No one showed me He stopped me the other day. Friends here show me. Yeah,
2: stuff. He said, he's like out of the blue. Where I'm hanging out at home, and I'm getting ready to go somewhere, and he goes, "Did I ever tell you that I really liked Tobey Maguire?
3: Mm-hmm, huh. That
2: Spider-Man era was so cool." Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, "Have you ever seen Flash Gordon?" I'm like, "Wait a minute." And this we is just a cover- movie with all three. I, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Flash, man, That's yeah. that. that I mean, Flash gosh. Gordon's like. <laughs> yeah, Flash Gordon. But it,
2: it just it threw me back because uh-huh. again, coming back to your. Uh, point of generational fandom and generational nerddom. Like awful. this is uh, my dad just turned 59, and this mm. is stuff that he showed me as a kid, and yeah. I was scared shitless of Yoda. Scared uh-huh. the hell out of me, and now I won't shut the fuck up about Star Wars. So you know what I mean, because yeah. he showed me that, because he passed that metaphorical torch. Yeah. yeah,
1: I love being a parent where I'm like, I'm just building the calendar. My kids yeah. are nine and yeah. eight. That was around the age yeah. that I yeah. So we're, yeah. we're we're really close to opening the door to some bigger and better things. Like we're we're obviously we're in Disney movies. We're yeah. in um, we've been able to dabble into just some of the old more old school things that are just okay enough because they're Freddy kids. <laughs> but sure. like, when Jurassic Park finally yeah. gets here, it's yeah. gonna be awesome. That's gonna be like cool. any PG, I'll just say it, any PG thirteen thing gets here it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I just can't, as a good parent, scare the shit out of him just quite yet. Well, Jurassic Park was magical
0: when it first came out since it was original. Yeah. And also, I just remember when I saw that movie in the theater, that's a movie where you need a theatrical experience that only Steven Spielberg can do and Colin Trevorrow cannot emulate. You know, because... I remember sitting in the I don't know what movie I was seeing in the other room but all I could hear was just boom. Yeah. Boom
3: yeah. from the other
0: theater and I heard yeah. growling so the whole time I saw Jurassic Park I don't I don't remember how old I was but I I have like my, my fingers in my ear because mm-hmm. that was the first time we saw a dinosaur realistically brought to screen yeah? Yeah. which they, they, they did like for some reason not, none of the other jurassic parks look as good as the first one mm-hmm. it's true you know but i mean that, that that's a problem with production value overall with a lot of today's movies yeah, yeah. you know because a lot of today's movies that they, they are over reliant on cgi mm-hmm. and you know even some of the cinematography with digital they use that flat color grade in a True. lot of Marvel films True. because they I found out why they did that. They actually want their movies to match uh, okay. stylistically. Oh, okay.
1: So I they, mean, I get that, yeah. but sometimes there's fun, too. Should I know, I you should have fun with it.
0: You. I would have loved to have seen what Edgar Wright's Ant-Man would have looked like instead you know. of... Um, oh yeah, because oh, wow.
1: yeah. I I know he would play with color and, and be dippy with different things. And like, just up
0: yeah. the field and the, like just how big everything would be. Like it, just look at some of those shots he had in uh, the World's End. Just when they're pouring beer, mm-hmm. he puts so much emphasis where he like bursts the audio
1: yeah. and it's having come right. Imagine what he could do with that man. It would even, be incredible. Even last night in Soho,
0: he's, yeah.
2: he's
1: yeah. bending you around some corners and some places that you wouldn't normally think of going. Yeah,
2: I think we overlook. The skill behind practical effects. Mm -hmm. I agree. I you know I look at Black Adam. Doctor Fate was all CGI. The helmet we see. I'm like, how cool would that be if we had Pierce Brosnan holding this like medieval armor helmet next to him? Yeah. You know, and had this gorgeous like it's it's think of all three Spider Men with the texture Mm -hmm. of the suit and all of that. I mean, we did kind of get that with the end credit scene and the reveal Mm -hmm. and the costume design of that.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but again, it's. Going back to your comment about depth and texture, mm. you can't get that through CGI law. No. Like, no. the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, their opening was all practical effects. Mm.
3: And that yeah, is is—it's right stunning.
2: Now. Yeah, I mean, the, it's a little iffy as a show, but mm-hmm. visually, you know, they really do understand what Tolkien wanted mm-hmm. um, and how that can be elevated by doing things by hand.
1: Yeah is that an impatience Yeah. because of the yeah. churn, the, the, <laughs> the, the churn, the oversaturation. Like, we need to get these things out on this calendar and keep moving because yeah. Yeah. we've seen the news stories about rush special effects and visual sure. houses and, and where, where Peter Jackson 20 years ago took two years to make three movies yeah. and took his dear sweet time and knew that he had to. Yeah. Is there just not that investment anymore? Investment of time, not so yeah. much money because the money's there. My gosh, the money's there if you just sat down and did it. Um, yeah, to me, it's an investment of time. Yeah, it is It is time. And I mean,
0: if you look at the original Lord of the Rings, why Rings of Power is practical, it's because the originals had the bigature models, which were like these miniatures that were... Huge, and they could just move the camera around, and they try to use as little CG as possible, and then um, they—that's why the orcs worked, because they weren't all CG until even OG Star Wars. The orcs were
2: based off of Henry Weinstein. I don't know if you guys knew. Oh gosh, that being yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein?
0: Yeah, Yeah, okay. I was like, oh god, there's another one. No, no, they were based (laughs) off of Harvey
2: Weinstein. So that that kind of sunken face look. Mm -hmm. That was modeled after his oh appearance. Oh my God,
0: that makes so much sense.
1: Now. My um, <laughs> my elevator pitch to people who are like, well, what would practical effects be, or well, how could it yeah. be done now? I'm like, I go back to like my example that I give people is um, The Mask of Zorro from '98, oh, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. just horse riding stunt work, good costumes, throw some fun light, maybe some yeah. mats in the back, but like practical, like yeah. you know, train your guy to do the sword fighting and all that. Like you could do that now if you just put some time into it. So, Look at 2001: A Space Odyssey. It still holds up.
0: And like, I don't know. Have you guys ever seen it on the big screen in music? Box? You and I saw it together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. It's you can't see it in any other way because like every time mm-hmm. you watch that movie, you catch another little detail yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but then again, I think Stanley Kubrick's probably the greatest filmmaker who ever lived. Well, kind of so. going, <laughs> going back. Not to my that, guy, but I understand <laughs> why. Yeah, I'm a history. I'm gonna get, sit here <laughs> and
2: give you the Kubrick stare, and you're gonna have to do <laughs> 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 But uh, going uh, back look, to Shirley the. Oh, Shelley
0: lost her hair. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Going back to set detail, one of my mm-hmm. favorite sets that have been brought to life yeah. has been the knives out set.
3: Ooh, good mm-hmm. one! Just yeah. because of
2: how truly intricate it is, yeah. and that set design is so beautiful mm-hmm. because it's so unsuspecting. But every time I've seen the movie, so many I like. It's my favorite movie to show to people because you can watch it time and time again, yeah. and there's always something you miss. Mm-hmm. The way that it is crafted is so creative. Yeah. From the piled up letters on the table to the chessboard to everything else there, yeah. there's so much to look at. Yeah. But everything is physical.
3: Mm-hmm. Everything is
2: placed in a certain way, and everything is so understood and yeah. so well thought out. Yeah,
1: I started an argument with a buddy today. Um, where you um, start
2: an argument? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right.
1: <laughs> so, um, somebody was um, some rumor was out there that uh, Warner Brothers has talked to Steven Spielberg about oh. coming mm-hmm. on and doing something, and immediately people jumped to, yeah. "Well, Man of Steel two, no. you know, <laughs> Spielberg making a Superman movie." Yeah. And somebody's like, oh, I can't see him doing that. I'm like, how can you not? It's Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I just, where um, the spectr- it's but <laughs> like when, ta- when you talk about feel and yeah. practical things. Yes. I look at West Side Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where too, yeah. the sets, the costumes, the physical things like, and he still shoots things as if he's still an action director. Yeah. Like, um, I know this is a genre thing and not really this room, but like the dance scene at the, at the school. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Where he shot that and edited that, the movement of everyone in that room and nailed it to the, like he's hitting marks where do that with superhero kicks and punches and it'd be that guy could do it yeah people are like yeah it's spielberg 75 like can he shoot a superhero movie you bet you sure should of he course could.
0: he can uh, this guy i mean steven spielberg is that one of the best blockers oh, in terms blo- of camera placement so really. cinematography yeah. i've ever seen yeah you know anything
1: to match with it it's amazing yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, I, th- I i implore everyone to recheck out ai that's a oh that's one. brilliant yeah. overlooked film mm-hmm. um but, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, how can a movie stand out then of, among the competition? Ooh. Like, the way I see it. When is. you're
1: talking about uniform color grading yeah. and yeah. And, pet and same CGI, standing on is hard. Good question.
0: Yeah, because with Marvel, and, and the thing is, it's not, like, a direct criticism of it because I understand it. It was established it. by yeah. Joss Whedon. It's supposed to have a, because Joss Whedon did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. and sure. That was very episodic, and he's kind of, they're kind of creating an episodic structure with their material where yeah Mm -hmm. if you stylistically break away then it might be distracting for the audience but I think it's okay but I mean what DC what DC should do in my opinion is not do what Marvel does be individual don't try to yeah but they tried that they went dark and and individual
1: and borderline art and look what it did to them yeah Yeah, well, they,
0: but they still try to make it a connected universe because they got Zack Snyder to do uh, Superman, which I'm sure there are some dark Superman comics, but overall, he's a lighter character that you're supposed to look up to, Mm. not someone who doesn't know what he's doing and then destroys half of Metropolis because he's clumsy. But you
2: bring in that dark Superman, we had that with James Gunn's Brightburn, Mm. and we already got that kind of farm boy upbringing. Superman gone bad, and we've seen that with Homelander, Mm -hmm. and we've seen that with other, uh, we saw that with um, Omni Man and. Invincible, Mm -hmm. and I think we've worn out that trope in that specific genre so much. Where to do that
1: with the main guy, but
2: to do that with the main guy, it doesn't make sense. We've seen the other side of the coin, we know Mm -hmm. how it'd play out. It's been done, it's been done in the comics before as well, you know. So, I think that if we do something more lighter, I know Henry came out and he's like. I'm going to do the most joyous Superman we've yeah. ever seen. that's and
1: like
3: really exciting. Yeah. It's a like starting keys. point. Like If yeah. you start
1: dark, it's really hard to go light. Yeah. yeah. If you start light, you can always go dark and you can always come back. Because your yeah. core was always sure. light. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look
0: at, look at Infinity War. That's a that must have been traumatizing for a few kids, sure. you know. Like yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. half your superheroes are dead.
1: Oh, and yeah. that's right. In radio silence for a year, where they didn't market yeah. three other things. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Like I mean, as an adult, I knew they were bringing them back, but like like as a kid, I mean, I remember I got traumatized from like an episode from the Legend of Zelda series because they had this episode coming up where they showed, like, Zelda dying, and I yeah. ran out to my grandmother's room and I was oh, dying. Oh, I'm, I'm like, what well, every
1: Every cliffhanger at the end of 66 ba- Batman. <laughs> I, <laughs> they get you every time. Like, is he gonna get out of this jam? <laughs> and then you make me watch the next episode. Like, they get you every
2: time. Every regeneration for Doctor Who Ooh, moved me. I that yeah. was so yeah, upset. Because
1: you don't know how that's gonna I go. didn't, you know, and
2: especially yeah. between, like, the Tenet and Smith era, yeah. when I could actually comprehend what mm-hmm. was going on, and form these emotional attachments. of mm. coming back, it, it, I was just gonna I, I'm going to yeah. be the most uh, annoying person on the face of the earth for the next Good. year. I'll um, take it. But you know, that was such an emotional, like a heartbreaking yeah. experience because I was watching this character that I loved and enjoyed and you know, really felt was bringing new life to the show. And Smith was great. Mm. I really liked his run as 11. But uh, the same thing when he transitioned away from that show and it was Capaldi that stepped in. I was just like I have such an attachment to these guys, mm-hmm. these yeah. incarcerations. What am I gonna do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what Man. am I like? I I dreaded watching each year. So I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna be so sad, and I'd be sad for like a week, and I'm like, Okay, you know, and move <laughs> on. <laughs> but like it was just like a big thing on the internet too, yeah. where I was constantly reminded that this mm-hmm. was happening. It was it wasn't traumatic as Zelda dying or Link dying yeah, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was upsetting. Yeah, it was, and I could you know I. Honestly, I got bored by Infinity War. It's one of my least favorite Marvel movies. I don't have any desire to go back and watch it. Okay. But the dusting I isn't. admire the cliffhanger. Yeah. That's right my Yeah. <laughs> I admire the cliffhanger. Yeah. I don't admire the Russo Brothers. Except for mm. except for that the Winter be. Soldier. True. That's yeah. my true, that's true, my true, one. But
0: it's like when they try to do stuff outside of Marvel it's yeah. like yeah. Uh, It's oh just I, the I, Winter yeah. Soldier, but yeah. yeah.
2: fuck you know. But with that, you know, it, it's I can see why that's upsetting for Jill. I can see why watching Iron Man die, or, or you know, yeah. Yeah, Iron Man die. That's not a spoiler anymore. Uh, yes, Iron Man is. die. That was, uh, like, I remember just trying to wipe my tears away at the end of it. Sure. I was like, why am I crying? I don't care about this guy. But mm. I do.
0: Yeah. Because they got you invested in him through his story. Through the first, like the first First, Iron Man film was real good because it kind of had this anti war statement where all of a sudden, you know, this guy's a manufacturer of firearms and now he doesn't want to use it to harm people but protect people. Marvel
2: military propaganda. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the MPP. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Or MMP. MMP. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but but the state of a good comic film, like the pinnacle, like the best one I can think of. It's like The Dark Knight and like Logan, you know. I was know? Th- Logan. Yeah.
2: Spider Verse. Yeah, exactly. I'm older. I go
3: back
1: to I go back to the X. Yeah. Spider Man Two. Okay.
3: Okay. Then, you know, okay. Like okay. just
1: the glowiest, dreamiest thing you can do, and I, I mean things. That's the for me pinnacle of like a comic book thing. Yeah. yeah. The Dark Knight's done stuff since then that's better. Logan's done stuff since then that's better. But as a comic book thing, like that was the stuff that built you up before that was that was the dream fulfillment. The stuff that's coming after it has come as gone with those good graces in mind where, yeah, I'm a Spider-Man 2 guy.
0: You so 04. Well a lot of movies yeah. copied Spider-Man 2 after that, you know, and they Rightly still do. So. You know? Yeah. I mean and it's funny because Spider-Man 2 was literally just Spider-Man 1, just a little I know. more refined. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man I mean, it's 3, it's And I'll better. watch
2: it again. So yeah. what? You know? Yeah, but I won't watch Spider-Man 3 again. Uh, no so. more Bully Maguire for you.
1: Oh no. uh, <laughs> gosh. Shout out to Ian Simmons and that podcast show. Gosh. They'll have so a spit-out Spider-Man
0: film where Spider-Man's running a gambling
1: ring. But oh, Topher for Grace ruins every movie he's in, period. Oh god. Predator movies, yeah, dating I, movies, he's not the best Spider-Man movies. I hear a movie and I'm
0: like, oh, there goes that. Yeah. At least he had a very minor role in Interstellar. Ru- ruined it still. Uh, yeah, uh, no, that that no, movie, I love Interstellar. Yeah, but that movie made, made me cry, actually.
1: Yeah. yeah, but he's a waste of space.
3: Okay. He uh, and a space movie?
1: A <laughs> waste
0: yeah. of oh, space. space. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's right. Just throw him in the black hole. yeah I don't know, but is Marvel out of gas now, or are they yeah. just going through, I don't know, they might just be going through a rough <sighs> wave. I'll, I'll tell you after
1: Monday, when we see Black Panther. Kind of okay, Yes, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you Tuesday morning.
0: Speaking I'll of bringing Tuesday characters morning. back and dead characters, are oh, they going to bring back T'Challa
1: in think any think way ever?
0: I don't no. think so,
3: Did
1: I think they're closing the door.
0: I, I think a few years They've made it line. so
1: fragile so. about their care for him. I hate to roll my eyes on camera, but they've made it sound so special and fragile to... Of what he is, that no, I I think we're gonna see the door closed Monday when we see it. Mm. I
2: think it's a difference between killing off a character on screen and having to cope with an actual person's death. Yeah, and I hear we're getting
1: a coping movie.
2: That's what I hear, you know, but at the same time, like if you say, oh, Tom Cruise is finally gonna be Invincible Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be up in arms and be yeah. like Downey Jr. Yeah. blah 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 or something like that. Yeah. You know, I know there's discourse about Wolverine being recast, but you know, even that Jack- you have to. he's coming back. Yeah. But we also know that Logan died and that Hugh Jackman is alive and well. Mm-hmm. I think it's a different thing where Multiverse. you're dealing <laughs>
1: with a departed actor. It's difficult. It's difficult it's like, it's it's like we know Terrence Howard has a fine career. We sure. know Edward Norton's uh, yeah. doing just fine, but and again, we know Chabu Bose never will.
2: Chadwick Boseman isn't just Mm T'Challa, and I think if you diminish that entire successful career as a person of color playing people of color in prominent roles, and Mm -hmm. you go, "Oh my God, that's T'Challa, T'Challa, Wakanda forever," you know, like Mm -hmm. what does that say about your respect for him? Yeah, and Marvel has been so adamant about. Mm -hmm declaring that they're not bringing T'Challa back. That's the thing. I, yeah. Yeah. I really respect that. Me too. I, like I the, no waffling, very, no flip-flopping.
1: Yeah. We're just we're, we're, just not, and we, we'll pivot I, from here.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, there are ways to, to pivot where you can still honor a legacy without yeah. having to sounds shoehorn. Like, sounds
1: like we'll see that Monday.
2: It sure sounds does. Like we'll see that Monday. So. Well,
1: but in terms of overall out of gas, yeah, I, I, you know me. I've been on record on every show that will give me a microphone that I think multiverse is a bad idea. Yeah. You, don't, you, you just mm. don't need it. Yeah. Um, you've got solid, great characters. You have uh, places you can progress the characters further to all these new incarnations we're on. You don't need a multiverse to tell that story. Um, you're, just, you're asking for convolution, and convolution is what tears all this up anyway. Yeah. You know, you just get, you, that, now you're Star Wars, yeah. and you're silly. Yeah, well, although Star Wars is starting to get better, like
3: if you even not,
0: not just not yeah. just Andor, but like Tales of the Jedi is uh, pretty mm-hmm. good too, yeah. where you see yeah. a lot of the great, that that was more of what I wished Obi Wan was going to be, Ooh. which was like his regrets, like training okay. Anakin, maybe seeing the scenes yeah. like in the Clone Wars that we didn't get to see in live action, or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. some other scenes that because I thought Hayden Christensen, you and McGregor, they're really going to kind of go over. Mm. So I like I'm like I want this to be like Hamlet with Star Wars or oh, something wow. like that, you know? Yeah. But but they didn't do that. Instead, they kind of made the most simple base level story you could imagine. Rescue where, the kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, rescue the kid. It's always rescue a kid. That's why I was so relieved when I saw Andor because it's like I already know he's going to die. I already know all the Death Star stuff. I think the show is going to get boring once they get in the second season and get closer to the Death Star. But for now, it's really interesting seeing. How Star Wars can expand its universe without having to rely on nostalgia, yeah. which is sort of what Marvel's doing. They're like, well, we don't Are know what to do now understand. because yeah. we've we've had our huge climax. Uh-huh. What do we do? Oh, just bring back everyone that people right like uh, grew up with, you know, which, hey, that worked great for
1: Spider-Man. But yeah, you it's got to work constantly. Yeah. It's going to get was old. your word in the car. Say it. Yeah. Nostalgia. What? Oh, this, I can't say you that. Can say here. You can say it. You can say it. Kids are not here. There are
2: no children here. Nostalgia
1: boner. That We had our one nostalgia boner. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They had
0: the nostalgia boner, and then we had our climax, and now yeah. it's like... We Cigarette
1: in bed phase four. Yeah,
0: and now it's like there's nothing okay. left. And they're like, no, there's still yeah. some. It's like... Walk of shame <laughs> phase five.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're also stuck. And, and COVID probably did not help. Derailed momentum, derailed plans. Yeah. Um, the acquisition of Fox leads me to believe that someday when they can uncork... Fantastic Four and X-Men and the other properties, the, the, the a resurgence will come just because of a flux of great characters coming. Right? I'm right. so anxious
2: good. about that, though. Like, just can it
1: be done right? or what? These It sounds characters like they're taking are, their time, It sounds too. like they're
2: taking the time, but the X-Men yeah. are so delicate in Agreed. execution. And, yeah. I, you know, there have been a few great X-Men movies out there, but some of them have not been great. Yeah. And there's I would, such a, a specific tone and approach that you need to take with this yeah.
1: And that's my fear of the multiverse is yeah. that they're going they've already done probably too much to like nod and tip the hat by having Patrick Stewart show up in Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. bringing Hugh Jackman to have fun with their Deadpool. Um, you just like just start from scratch. Yeah, like, yeah. It, you don't have to like have that Fox stuff be in the wine cabinet in the, yeah. in the archive, but this is your great chance to start from scratch where you don't need to, but I have this bad feeling that they're going to tie it. I an mean the, 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 anchor will always be rooted in the past yeah. and then the nostalgia will come back but out. here's
2: what? the opportunity to bring in Daphne Kane.
3: exactly as, mm-hmm. as you're, if you're yeah. you know
2: introducing these uh, monikers mm-hmm. right these sec, next generation leaders and heroes mm-hmm. and icons yeah she was I loved her as Laura Kinney. I think she was a fantastic Laura yeah. Kinney. Mm-hmm. Even as a nonverbal character, for the most exactly. part. Mm-hmm. You don't need a good dialogue to present a good character. And I think mm-hmm. that genre depends so much on good dialogue to present yeah. a good character. Like, you have to hear them say certain things or do certain things. Yeah. Where, you know, if it's if you're presenting them well through physical forms of acting, mm-hmm. then you've got your good character. And, yep. I you know, I, bringing her in,
3: mm-hmm. you're
2: not waiting for... Scott Summers you're not waiting for Jean Grey right, you're yeah. not waiting for Mystique you're not waiting for Jubilee you're not waiting for Rogue mm-hmm. even though Rogue might be in the Marvels which is also really exciting yeah uh, you know, th- this is time to transition into these B-Tier, C-Tier X-Men, yeah. mm-hmm. where you're bringing out these teams and pulling a James Gunn or pulling a whoever and getting There's these guys... There's
1: enough mutants they can go for days. There are oh, so yeah. many mutants yeah. that they could
2: have another 10 years' worth of X-Men mm-hmm. spin-offs and series and shows yeah. while keeping that anchor based in X-Men 97 mm-hmm. through an animated... That, play,
0: no, that's, that's what I like, I think the, that's their tryout. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's cool that they're bringing the animated series back If there's one series that you guys like to see bring brought back, what would it be? Or show, movie, whatever.
2: Avatar The Last Airbender.
0: Okay, yeah. I think they are
1: bringing that back, too. Okay.
2: They're doing the live action, and I think they're doing more uh, animated spin-offs.
1: Are you saying one to bring back or one to start or continue? Which one you asked Both. Like, uh, if you had a preference... Bring back, I'm with you, X-Men is great. So I'm, yeah. I can't wait for the new show, especially if they're going to stay period, so to speak, yeah. in 90s. It's That's been, been my ringtone for years. I, I heard it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of new stuff, like where can new things go? I'm, we talked, you, well, you brought this up earlier with like practical effects. Go some old school. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been reading a lot. Of, uh, I'm going to sound like an old person, but uh, I've been reading a lot of like um, Edgar Rice Burroughs, mm-hmm. Julius Verne, H. G. E. Wells. Like, go ahead and bring. I mean, I love John Carter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no shame of being a Disney John Carter fan. I think but they like, can definitely bring him back up to. I mean, oh, but um, cool. do a do a Barsoom series. That'd do a cool. uh, a Pelucidar series of. Uh, but I know the uh, Hollow Earth thing has been ruined by the Godzilla movies. Mm. But um, I'm a Tarzan guy. I'm a Zorro guy. I'm a. Sure, and do stuff that's Conan Doyle that's not Sherlock Holmes. Like, there's old-school properties that haven't been mined very well yeah. that could use a modern feel to it, effects or no effects, and just make something good.
2: Well, you have Enola Holmes. Mm-hmm. You have those, which those, are those okay. Those
1: are working. Yeah. Uh, solid. I'm, that's solid. That's a great way of spinning it where... We, Someone can easily answer my question and go, Oh, Don, but we've seen a great yeah. Zorro movie, you don't need another. Yeah. We've seen a great Sherlock Holmes iteration, right. many of them, we don't need another. Yeah. So do a Nola Holmes, you know? Yeah. Do a different Zoro, uh, do a different Tarzan. Because yeah. some of that stuff is also white savior stuff we can't do anymore either.
3: So. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, would yeah. you
2: want to? I know exactly. they recently did this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't white. Like, uh, which Avatar?
0: Uh, the blue people. Oh, I thought you were talking <laughs> about, like, <laughs> the that, I was
2: like, he was like, yeah. a monk. Um like, no, right no, no, Um, But I, what about the mummy?
1: I would love that. Oh, that would be great. Tom I know Tom just
2: tried that and it oh, didn't work universe? out. Oh, the universe?
1: Ooh, yeah.
2: But there's room because, it, it, you know, the 1999 version is referred to as a masterpiece in some mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. You know, I with Brendan Fraser coming back and having this renaissance in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, finding a way for that to to come back. something in
1: the 50s. Would it be Crystal Skull, though, by the time you bring back, you know, you advance time periods, you advance Brendan Fraser. Would Rachel Weisz be down? Would you bring his kids in? They already kind of did in some movies. I love it, of course. Yeah, Yeah. but... It Just takes a good story in a good hand, so
0: we'll yeah. see what happens. There. I I want to see what do you want to see? Spawn the animated series comeback. Spawn the Is animated series comeback. Come oh. okay. No, it's not. They're doing a live action version with Jamie okay. Fox and. Uh, Todd McFarlane's directing it himself, which I'm sure is going to go over very smoothly. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take Jamie Foxx, though. Yeah, but As I, I want to see sure. the animated series come back because you can bring back Keith David and you can bring back everyone like, yeah. who vo- voice those characters. I don't know if uh, The Violator, whoever voiced him, is still alive. I forget or not. that. Who's the but, actor with? but like Who's that was movie? that was like yeah, a groundbreaking on. series at the time yeah. because that was like the first time like a commercially available cartoon series was marketed towards adults. Sometimes a little too much show where they're like they're like just keep drawing boobies yeah. like constantly. <laughs> oh boy! Um, but like it it was a show that actually was better than the comic. Like the comic was kind of simplistic and it's just yeah. like oh cool he's killing people. blah. Where the show is about a, like a morally. Corrupt man who's trying to regain his soul, and it ended sort of on a cliffhanger. And I'm like, it would be great to see that 2D sort of style brought back. That's the other thing, 2D, you would know? be fun because yeah. it's like I was watching like kids' cartoons like it's right. a few days ago, and I'm like, this, like I started just like I got triggered. I'm like, this looks like shit. Yeah. Have yeah,
1: you I, seen the uh, was it Spider-Man and his amazing
0: friends? Uh, the, the, the yeah, little it's little little, yeah. It's, it's cute.
1: It's cute. But it it's it just looks.
0: I don't know. Very like 3D. Yeah. It, it
1: all looks like if you ever see like, behind cute. the scenes. Like, it's a
0: great intro. It's hey, well, for kids. Be. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, like even stuff they drew for kids back like in my age, you know, like mm-hmm. they, they used to look way better. Like I remember yeah. I, I even showed Gargoyles. I, was, yeah. I was showing my nephew because he was watching the Mickey Mouse cartoon. I'm like, you want to see the one I say when I grew up? He's like, yeah. I turn it on and I asked him, Does this look better? And he's like, Yes, it does.
1: And I'm like, I yeah. knew it. <laughs> or even the things they attempt CGI's like Tom and Jerry looks fine. Yeah. yeah. 2D and 70 years old compared to the 3D
3: stuff oh, they sure. try now. Yeah,
1: so. because there's a
0: lot more effort put into it, and I oh, think yeah. they just churn it out with comparison. Computers. And that, that's the problem with CGI. It's going to be a dying art soon. Yeah. That's the problem with CGI is it's, it's, it, you're literally watching a cartoon. You yeah. know, It's a very high graphics, but it's going to move the way it moves because it's made on a computer, and you okay. can't really change that. I know Ang Lee wanted to change that with Hulk. He's like, don't make it move like CGI, and they're like, we uh, can't do anything.
1: No. Did you answer this one? A, a thing to bring back, a thing to do I forward. I said Avatar. Yeah, a, Avatar's okay. And to come the mummy. Right.
2: <laughs> and the mummy. What about... But a a um, new thing. Something okay, that's been untouched
1: thing. and unattempted.
2: Batman Beyond or Ooh, Batman an animated
0: series. the Animated Series. Yeah. Yeah. Either
2: one of those.
1: I'd be down.
2: Either one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't think we appreciate Terry McGinnis enough. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be more, you know,
1: character there.
0: Yeah.
2: understanding of how parallel he could be to Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne in a way. Um, you know, Batman's not going anywhere.
0: Mm. Oh no, he's never going. to any- I mean, he was the, he was the one character that worked for DC and always has worked for years. Like, yeah. how many times has he been rebooted and reimagined? Through, I mean, Batman is what got me into making movies because I watched the old '66 series mm-hmm. as a kid, and then I saw the '89 film, and I'm like, oh, this is so different. This is so cool, you know. And that's mm-hmm. what got me into it. Is like all that all that kind of stuff. But, but what can DC do to improve themselves? <sighs>
1: That's a good. I, well, I yeah. said in the car, consolidation. Yeah. Um, there, And whether or not that can work or not, because yeah. that makes them look like Marvel. But um, we were saying in the car on the way here, where um, if the TV series is, are as, as wrapping up as they seem to be, Supergirl's done, Arrow's done, Flash is done, Superman and Lois is hanging on, but maybe not for long, um, and the anime thing is kind of doing its own thing, but maybe that can be reined in and turn, turned back into something normal, and then. If new bosses are indeed here with James Gunn and et cetera, can they have a consolidated, unified vision for film that can maybe spread into television and just start something fresh and new, but something consolidated? If not, and we said this in the car too. Their standalone things are the things that make the most money. Like the standalone Joker, aced it, made a mm-hmm. billion dollars. Um, standalone Matt Reeves Batman aced mm-hmm. it. Doesn't has no universe. Where maybe that's where they can be different and get ahead is it by not being consolidated. Okay. So I. I don't have an answer. I'm it does a have a
0: universe now. They have the Penguin Show coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Or, or,
1: I mean, maybe, oh, fine, then maybe that's it. Like, take Matt Reeves and run with him, because he yeah. made a good one.
0: Well, we'll see We'll see how long it lasts,
1: you know? That's the you thing. Know? Like, yeah. I don't know what they can, yeah. I, I just kind of
0: liked how, like, because the thing is, like, I always liked how DC kind of made the movies that were the pinnacle. They made The Dark Knight. You know, they, they made Batman 89. They made mm-hmm. Superman, which, you know, we have comic book movies because of Superman, which yeah. still no one has really been able to recreate that. Not
1: when you bring a Henry Cavill cameo in Black Adam and you still need John Williams' music to sell it.
3: Yeah. The old stuff works. It, it's it's going to feel does. like a
0: Frankenstein monster because we're so used to It's going to feel like Superman's forcing himself to smile in a way. Yeah. yeah, which is weird because like it's Henry Cavill one that just does.
1: I, I know a dude. Like, there is one. He's on TV. His name is Tyler Hockland And that man says your man is dreamy. Yes,
0: he is. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: there we go. Yeah. I, and it's funny because like a buddy of mine worked
0: on Man of Steel and he was like, Henry oh, Cavill's wow. the nicest guy. And da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, so he could probably bring that charm to the screen. I think when he tried to do it in Justice League, it was like forced because oh, yeah. Joss Whedon is like
1: smile
3: motherfucker.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we said it. You can start light and always go dark. Yeah. You can't start dark and ever and you can't get go, back go light because yeah, it looks and weird. That's where they're at. Yeah, because they did that.
0: Like kind of, the first yeah. Wonder Woman was kind of dark, you know, and then the second one they went light, and everybody's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, like this everyone's weird. having magical wishes and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. Is there a comic book character that needs to be brought to the screen now though? Has it been hasn't touched? been touched. Yeah. See, this is where I'm trying to
1: dig outside of Marvel and DC and go. Deep. Like, this
0: is out of my wheelhouse. I've yeah. always been like a, the guy who's seen fringe, the fringe. Like, because
1: we've gotten like even the fringe stuff. Like we've had a great Crow movie. We've yeah. had a great Scott Pilgrim movie.
0: Oh, the Crow. We, oh we can bring um, that back.
2: It is coming back. Yeah,
0: it, it's no longer with. Um, it's uh, with the
2: the Stars, guy.
0: Oh, Stellan Skarsgård.
2: I think it's Stellan. Oh,
1: Not Stellan. It would be
0: Bill. No, Stellan's. The, yeah.
1: Stellan's oh, dad. With, no, Bill Skarsgård <laughs> from It.
2: Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. is going to be Eric Draven. Yeah, that'll work. That'll mm. nah, work. We'll see.
1: <laughs> Depends on where they go. I, I, I was kind of looking. Don't remake the 94 and tell a different story.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm blanking on names. This is why I have my computer. But who, who played the American Sniper? He was going to
1: be. Bradley Cooper. Was Bradley be Cooper. Yeah, the I think he would have been great. Was Jason really? Momoa was going to be the crow for a while. Hey,
3: wow, okay. Same
1: thing with Highlander. That's gone through Cooper, Ryan Reynolds. It's gone through people. Yeah. But a, a property that has not come to the screen. Ooh. See,
2: I was going to say Nova, but that's now in development.
1: Mm-hmm. You brought up Zatanna in the car.
0: I
2: did bring up Satana. I'd like to see Satana. So who is
1: Satana exactly? The magician.
2: Yeah,
0: oh, she's cool. That makes sense. That makes Justice sense.
2: League Dark. Zatanna. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. I like to see her. I'm trying to
1: think of like an like an Impact or Valiant title. Like Savage Dragon would be fun, but it's so '90s. Yeah, you know, you'd have to make a Savage Dragon film that's just set in the '90s. Yeah, like, which it's odd to make a comic of a period piece. Um, yeah. I, I would love to see Ooh. a comic book period piece, actually. Maybe like, I don't, that's the We'll Go think we full get '90s with like yeah. Pitt and yeah. Max and Savage Dragon. Get your image image comics out here. Get
0: Jimmy there back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because there's definitely like a lot of characters that people don't know about who
0: will go know. Like, I think Ant Man. Like I was talking to the guy who owned Chicago mm-hmm. Comics, and he was saying like Ant Man wasn't worth shit for a while, and then all of a sudden the well, movie came a movie. out, and yeah, blowed mm-hmm. up. Everybody wanted Ant Man.
1: Yeah, you know? but. What
2: about what? Keanu Reeves' Berserker?
1: Hmm. See, I've always wanted Keanu Reeves to be silver surfer.
2: Oh, well, this is mm. his own story. Mm. Keanu, he wrote oh, his thing. Yeah. yeah here we go, his, here we go. His Berserker series. I'll take
1: that. Oh, one. Which is a lot like John Wick. Yeah, yeah.
2: Kind of reminds me of Good Boy. Okay. Which is also like John Wick, but mm-hmm. I would like, you know, I know he's coming back as Constantine, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. Um, yeah. At the same time. You know your genre. You know your niche. That's right. Do something that you know really well Mm -hmm. that has not been brought to the screen yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: right. Something where he could be, like, a producer on it, too. Exactly. Yeah, because he'll he'll steer the right it And he'll be a good producer. He won't be like Edward Norton who just gets on everyone's ass all the time. You know? But, I don't know, what's... uh, what, what what is what, what is coming out though that anyone, anyone's excited about? Is there anything coming out that's because like, like now yeah, I'm you like digging thinking calendar. I'm thinking well, we're, at,
1: we're, at a, we're at a tabletop gaming convention. I would yeah. love. I mean, we don't have a very big audience behind the camera, folks. But I, our
3: one audience don't tell
1: the adoring crowds. We're not going to answer. Um, but no, I, I'm very curious to see what this dungeon is. Dungeons I'm and Dragons movie, Chris Pine. Oh my God, that, that's yeah. worth being excited about. Can they make something happen there? Um, I know Warcraft crashed and burned yeah. as, a, as a somewhat, you know, fantasy level movie. But that's, that can, that, I'm, I'm curious, am curious. We've seen
2: success with board game movies such yeah. as mm-hmm. Jumanji.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know, that was actually a board game before yeah. the
0: really? movie? As well. oh, it was Shit. a game. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. See, yeah, I mean, we're not going to get, like, Battleship, but, like, I want to see if they can make a That's good. That's
2: any war movie ever.
0: I know. So it's you, you already have too. your. Yeah. Yeah. Top Gun on a boat is what that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You ever try to land the plane in Top Gun on NES? Is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I, w- I would like to see. Um, damn it! I lost. Okay, what's track on the of my counter? Thought. You're into. Um, I I I would like to see if they can make a good video game movie adaptation, and uh, they're tr- they're starting to get there. You know, like yeah, Castlevania but, series is actually pretty decent. The anime? Yeah, yeah. Well, I like, yeah, yeah I, I
2: really like see, that series. But
1: yeah. then I see Illumination bring Chris Pratt to play Mario, and I my question marks. Okay, go yeah. Now here's the thing: I actually think Super Mario Brothers the movie actually kind of that's a guilty pleasure of mine. I oh, kind of no. like it, that. movie. It should be fun if, you, if they just go and do a little Lego movie crazy with it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, problem is. I, know, I, I admit, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not a Chris Pratt hater. I love the guy. But that's just an odd part for him. I've seen We've seen Emmett Prakowski.
2: We have Charles Martinet that's right the here. Other thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's, he's it's coming interesting. Why I him mean, I Probably he because had come, he's
0: speaking full sentences, and he doesn't want him to do
1: that.
2: He wanted the role. Yeah. Right. They and put and him too. in as cameos.
0: Yeah. I'm you, you can bring Matt
1: Peter Cullen in a Transformers movie, you can bring Charles Martinet in oh, a yeah. yeah. movie. I,
2: I worked at Com while, around this time last year, and the table I was working at was Ray... Behind, like back-to-back back with Charles Martinet. Huh.
3: Wow. So it was not rolled about this time, It was not rolled about yeah, this yeah, time.
2: Yeah, yeah. And every like 15 minutes or so whenever he was at his table, yeah. you keep one-off Mario voice lines mm-hmm. and we would all stop and we would all turn to. and look at the, you know, we it's tried to, iconic. yeah. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. You yeah. can tell he likes so they, being Mario. Yeah. And they, so they have a
1: lot to prove. If yeah. you're gonna go away from Icon and make something new, they can. It's not that you can't, yeah. but Whew, it's tough kind call. of
0: an odd choice though, because like everything in the He's movie over-spoken. seems very faithful to the game. Like it has the Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom, sure. it has Bowser. Sure. It's mm-hmm. like I'm I'm gonna guess the studio's like it would sound weird if Charles Martinet spoke in Mario's voice the full sentences, but no I'm like way. I wouldn't mind
1: that at all. I you would know. love to hear so, that. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. There's yeah. like, or maybe, find get Alan Tonight to just be oh, to emulate please. it. Like if you oh, need a please. if Charles Martinet is old, and doesn't want that schedule. Yeah. Give it to give it to some chameleon who can. He's
2: yeah. outstanding. Yeah. You Matt don't need Mercer. a star
1: to sell that. Mario is your star, not yeah. Chris Pratt. People were
2: yeah. going for Mario.
1: Exactly. Yeah, Just I, like
2: people went to Sonic for Sonic.
1: Exactly. Okay. I, yeah, no, I, so I didn't he, go for, I don't even know who the voice of Sonic ben was. Ben
2: Schwartz, ben Schwartz? He was great. Uh,
1: that, and you don't need a big name there.
2: I, y- yeah. he's, you know, ever since Parks and Rec, he's kind of taken off. But mm-hmm. he's still more of a B-level star where you totally. have to know what he's done. And yeah. I liked him a lot in Parks and Rec. I think he's hysterical. You know, he's, with uh, there, He did some one-off like small show. Oh. Guest list or something. Okay. Search search party. He uh. did search party, and that was fun. You know, I but you're you're going for these characters. Jack Black looks and sounds amazing as Bowser. Mm-hmm. That's that's why i I'm, I'm, I'm going for yeah. that. That's it. Yeah, I'm sold on that, yeah. and then I'm sold on that curiosity gap. Of yeah. everyone that we didn't hear. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is Peach. Oh my
0: We're, god, that's right? great. But she, that's uh, awesome. what is she
2: going to sound like? You know, we did not know. Didn't she she always sounds very different
1: in every performance. She's very versatile. Well,
0: that's the thing, like,
1: yeah. you've got to get a versatile actor. And, yeah. and maybe that's that could be another question for another discussion. Is just, like, animation is... It's become star-driven when it never needed to be. Like, you don't see the star, you hear the star. Yeah. Like, all the things we love are made by unknown people. Yeah. Yeah. For a reason, because they can just embody that character without expectations. As
2: for a video game that I like to see adapted, I would like to see Red Dead Redemption.
1: Mm, That's a good one, yeah. That would be... I mean... Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Because you could could have the whole thing where John Marston gets killed and then his son gets
1: revenge, and that could be, like, a sequel or something like that, you know? I mean, I'm old school enough. Zelda will always That'd be, be yeah. mm. the, the, the holy grail, like right. it, to make an epic big. So sure. How would that be
0: adaptable? Oh, since, since Link is a mute character to yeah. begin with.
1: That's well, best um, hence the challenge. Yeah, that's Atmos- where you have atmosphere to atmosphere like, and action more than a star and yeah. talk.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would it be. Kind done. Of be it would, I would like to I would see it as like a story about a young boy who's robbed of his childhood because he has to defend Hyrule mm-hmm. and he I mean, ends it, up going through the Temple of Time. Yeah. And, you know, if
1: you can make a Conan the Barbarian movie with a bad Austrian Arnold Schwarzenegger who has no lines or very few lines, you can get anybody to just be.
0: Right spot. Right, exactly. I would. I like to see them reboot, like Max Payne, you know, because that would be an interesting drama. Yeah, instead of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Well, you. I was thinking the guy they could cast is. Um. He was in the. He was a star in the Leftovers. I. I I gotta pull up his name. Go for it. You got the Peter. Yeah, but he would be perfect because he kind of has this tough, yes, sensitive side to him. And it would be like hmm. what what would be uh, an interesting idea for a Max Payne movie which I had which everyone would hate and I would never make it marketed towards Max Payne would be sort of like an anti-violence movie okay. where like he tries to get revenge but the more people he kills the less human he becomes in a way and it ends up consuming him and destroying him and he dies in the end and yeah yeah but it's like that that would I don't know if people would like that it'd be a little too artsy for everyone Justin Thoreau okay. Oh, oh, yeah, okay would be Max Payne he's yeah and He's probably got to be 50, but he can pull it off. Oh, he can pull it off. He's in yeah. He's incredible young, young shape. Yeah. But to see him as Max Payne, like, you could get the, you know, no pun intended, pain that mm-hmm. character feels. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, the thing is you can do things. Where, where. What's the point in where you derivate from the material where it's too much or it's too Ooh. little? Because, like, as if you look at something. fans
1: who preach to people, maybe don't be so beholden. Where's the line? Good point. Because you look Ooh. at something like
0: Watchmen, like the uh, Zack Snyder original, it's faithful, but it doesn't work. Yeah, and I don't think it's because of David Hayter's screenplay. I don't think so either. I, I think it's because Zack Snyder's direction is so stylized that it becomes distracting. Yeah, and also Malin Ackerman's performance. You know, to spot. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say
1: she's a terrible actress, but her performance was god awful you need that person to be an emotional linchpin and she just can't hang
0: yeah and she she could not uh, carry a lot of the emotion that I don't story to required that
1: answer? what does it take to where's the line between do your own thing different mediums because we're stepping into okay. movies out of books and out of games okay. versus you weren't faithful enough oh, yeah. it's hard because like we just, got done with a, yeah. we just got done with a we just got oh, done with oh, a we just got done with a Matt Reeves Batman yeah. movie that yeah very I much does its own thing, yet completely familiar to possible. It's conscience.
0: very faithful. Even the Nolan Batman movies were pretty faithful in What's some ways. I mean, they were I mean, everyone knew like Miranda Tate was going to be Talia al Ghul. Spoilers. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, and
1: we know Penguin's going to be. Uh, you sure. know Colin Farrell's going to be a Penguin someday. It is weird to see Penguin so tall, though. Like, why is Penguin taller than everybody? Well, I mean, well, see, that's the <laughs> that's thing. A tall like, man are we? Right uh, well, you just said something like. Are, where are our nitpicks are our nitpicks with the small stuff or are our nitpicks with the yeah. big stuff because yeah. I'm talking big stuff of like that's a Gotham movie yeah. that goes very different than very Gotham yet yeah. you're talking about Tall Penguin so where the little stuff or the big stuff and then also just mining too much like I went on
0: HBO Max last night and then like on the front page it was like Pennyworth the story of Batman's Butler I'm like who gives a shit about Batman's I mean, Butler I don't know I don't what do you, it could be interesting
2: yeah. You know,
1: I don't know
0: I don't a, have a specific
2: answer that comes to mind is it's going to be like interesting because it's Morbius. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I think that Morbius could be so interesting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they understood a lot of the source material. There was so much understanding of who this yeah. guy is and what his where his strengths lie and what his yeah. story is like. But the execution was like so far. From what it could have been. Mm, it right. could have been a Blade esque film if you yeah, really wanted it, it to be.
3: Been fun. And there
2: was such a lack of understanding of how to truly bring this character to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with the end credits scene, having mm. to find a way to tie it back to the Sony MCU connections. Yeah. That wasn't necessary. Yeah. You know, um, I, I remember like that. there was like word of like Black Cat showing up mm. or Andrew Garfield being in there. I was like, that's super cool but what does this have to do with Morbius right you yeah. know and I you know it, it could have been so successful yeah. if there wasn't if it wasn't gray literally gray and it, there was something more instead of Jared Leto hobbling around and Matt over method and just the cops being there I don't you know mm-hmm. I barely remember what the movie was about because it was so disinteresting yeah. it was so it couldn't even engage with itself yeah. you know when, even to the part where Matt Smith killed his father I was like what am I looking at Mm. I don't understand what's going on, and yeah. there's a way to streamline the relationship between Morbius and Crown and everyone else there, and there was just no full grasp mm. or comprehension of what it could... It could have been a great Marvel horror movie. Yeah.
3: It could have been that's a fantastic me, Marvel horror movie. Could, could Marvel do venom. full
0: horror?
1: Can they go rated R? Are where, they going to well, do that with Blade? They should
2: do that with yeah. Blade.
1: I mean, and it wouldn't be hard to do where... I mean, Disney, as we know on the business side, bought enough of Fox where they, they have controlling interest in Hulu. They, they are finishing the purchase for the rest of the controlling interest of Hulu, buying it from Comcast. Where if Hulu is now yours and you're not going to rebrand it away from Hulu, it doesn't have a Disney name on it. Let that be your... Touchstone pictures your Merrimax films your Hollywood pictures where all your R-rated stuff that just happens to be owned by you and the small print can still say Walt yeah. Disney Company but you can put Alien and Predator and everything yeah. dark over there Yeah. And, and in fact probably boost Hulu's subscriptions because there's some yeah. dark shit over there versus the cute stuff that's on Disney yeah. move, move Logan move Deadpool move everything harsh over there because you mm-hmm. got it
3: mm-hmm. yeah. and,
1: and that would be a draw yeah. I, w- I mean I think a hardcore a, hard, a harder core yeah. comic fan would pay money for Hulu if all the R-rated stuff is over there Versus, wait, I gotta go on Disney Plus to watch Logan? And Deadpool?
2: And it's gonna be censored. You yeah. Know? You don't
0: know. If it's censored yeah, or is other it? Editions. Is it the? Is it because I think they have like a whole section now. Like I gotta put in my password now every time mm-hmm. I go on. Uh, yeah. Disney because I like think that. the kids, you know. Yeah. It's so then the kids
1: don't see the violence
0: stuff. I mean
2: that is fair.
0: Yeah. I agree. No, no. I'm do I it. Understand. That's a good
2: way. To but if market, you want
1: think, that yeah. to stand alone with a little unimpeded, sure. Go put it on Hulu.
2: And kids aren't gonna go to Hulu. Kids aren't gonna go to ESPN no. Plus. No. But a discerning adult will. Exactly, and that's kind of what HBO Max has been doing so well. Yeah. They got my the. I know the uh, design of the actual site itself is shoddy. It
1: It is shoddy. It is shoddy. Mm -hmm.
2: However, the content there is fantastic for someone who wants a more gritty series. Mm -hmm.
1: Don't they also have some criterion types where every now and then the prestige stuff lands on HBO and that's all you need too sometimes. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why I love HBO Max. It's got TCM. It's got their shows. You know, it's got Mm -hmm. a lot of the DC stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a great hub, but aren't they, like, going to break apart now or something like that and turn That's into something the big else? wonder, what, so, yeah. Warner's
1: doing?
2: They are going to merge with Discovery. Yeah. So they're going to be Warner. It's like Warner Brothers Discovery Plus or something. Oh
1: of course, can't forget the Plus. Yeah, yeah. Because, and they, oh I was
2: watching. I was in the investor call. I got admitted yes, somehow. And, and, and thank
1: and, you for the leaks. Yeah, of that. <laughs> I was watching. Yeah. I was like, what we am were my, I? We living vicariously through you for sure. <laughs> I'm
2: watching this call, and I'm watching the site unraveled string by string by everything being said and it, they showed their their alleged demographics and it was mm. such a ludicrous claim yeah it was like discovery like, plus women
1: uh-huh um, reality TV reality sells, tv yes we're like yeah. ian
2: simmons and i watched 90 day fiance you're gonna tell him that he's a a consumer at discovery plus yeah like
1: our original fans are know, back. hey. Oh. Maya's word. Yeah, I don't know how far we're but going. But, you know, I,
2: being on that call and having the insight of how the company thinks it operates mm-hmm. when that's the farthest thing from the truth. Agreed. From a consumer's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they, they want to binary their platforms.
1: Okay. Yeah. Did it f- turn off on us? Okay,
2: good. Yeah, okay. It's
0: still there. Uh, hey, <laughs> memory. Screen. I know
1: the first nine minutes it wasn't rolling. I'm like,
2: oh, God. I,
0: like, okay. Yeah. But no, okay. there's, there's
2: such a, a forced, div, or forced separation, and they're now trying to mend that, and I, it shouldn't have been split in the first place.
3: I yeah. agree. You yeah. know, I think that yeah. their
2: biggest downfall, their biggest pitfall with that, you know, is trying to fit these certain titles and certain genres in a box, yeah. depending on how a person presents mm-hmm. or identifies. And that's not one hundred percent true. No, yeah.
1: and you, you, you can't publicly put that out
0: there. And they? they did. Yeah. They publicly put it out just, there. I looked. They publicly just showed that's their arrogance. A, in terms I, yeah. of and that's you know is a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Name. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't really want to see reality TV tied to HBO. But nope. you don't I, have to yeah. watch
2: it. though. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. good. You don't have to
2: engage with that side of the the platform. Yeah. And Albert, you're still paying that same premium as someone who does want to watch that yeah it doesn't want to subscribe to two or three different things that will ultimately profit off of that together where they could tie those two different streaming services together market mm. it as one upcharged yeah. premium and say you're getting look at all this cool stuff you're getting it's like the walt disney company bundling espn plus yep. hulu and disney plus you're like okay these are three different things just as discovery plus and warner brothers are two different things or were two different things yeah. And, you know, they're doing that same route where they can upcharge right, and find a, some sort of um, visually acceptable
3: mm-hmm. mm. price
2: point yeah. where you look at that and you're not
1: exactly until,
3: appalled.
1: Luckily, all of this stuff, even though people don't forget that to make all of this work, you need a pretty hefty, nice internet plan at your yeah. home. Oh, oh yeah. Sure? But, um, yeah. But it, people forget that. Like, I'm going to have the internet no matter what. Where so far, the price points haven't risen so high that it's more than cabled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So until Dish Network and regular cable says you know what streaming's kicking your ass we need to bring the prices down to make it more competitive and make people come back they won't come back because they like their storefronts of the places they love but yeah these price points go up every time and i get why uh shit's expensive i mean netflix is doing it disney plus just took its first bump after that first three years and i get it yeah this is why i love physical media because and that, me it rather disappears rather it, it. Yeah. disappears on the cloud.
0: Yeah. Like someone was telling me earlier, he's like, why, why do you want to, you know, like he wanted me to, I was streaming uh, Fools and Horses. as an old show mm-hmm. in uh, uh, England that they had. And, you know, he was trying to give me his BritBox uh, sort of login. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I'll just rent the DVD. He's like, why don't you just use the internet? I'm like, what if it goes out? Yeah. What if they get rid of the show? Like I have it right here. I don't know, but I'll always, always, always till the day I die, you know, mm-hmm. uh the advertised for physical media because it doesn't it doesn't go away. And yes. with streaming, like we don't know what's gonna be on there one day and when, when it's gonna be gone. You yeah. know. But now it's like like George Lucas was saying in a, a, a documentary called Side by Side, it was about film versus digital and like Keanu Reeves was narrating it. Oh cool. Yeah. It's a it's like a shopping mall now yeah you know where mm. you know you go through your aisle and you pick what product you want because there's just so many and yeah it is oversaturated and it kind of does lose some of the
1: romanticism of saying a movie yeah. like there is nothing better like I, 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 I poked around till I found it and I watched it rather than I sought it out you know yeah. mm-hmm. something special when you're even when you're I know it's this scrolling through the, yeah. the queue is right. no different than wandering in video store aisles again but yeah. Still felt special.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you you would physically seek that out, and you know I would get the whole home theater. I remember like trying oh, yeah. Gladiator on it oh, and yeah. just hearing the crowd through all the speakers, and it, it's incredible. I not to mention like the picture and sound quality is a little degraded too when it comes mm-hmm. to. Uh, streaming, Like, how many times do we have to turn up the volume because the output is so low? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, through, like, whatever. Cause, because they have to convert that file and then upload it. So then it's something everyone can see. So then, like, the 5.1 and then the, the, the picture quality is reduced, where if you get, like, a Blu-ray or a 4K,
2: sure.
1: it's much better.
2: I mean, and I'm sure you guys both remember going to Blockbuster.
1: Yeah. I worked I, at one. I, yeah. I we at, did? I worked at Video Stop, a okay. mom-pop store in Rensselaer, Indiana.
3: Wow. I was I oh my two god, years. yeah.
1: My dad owned a video store.
3: Oh, wow. And
0: then yeah, and then Blockbusters took him out of business, and then I worked at Blockbusters.
3: Okay. And,
1: yeah. It was, s- that store I worked at became a Blockbuster after I left college.
0: Yeah. My but,
2: friend that you met earlier, she worked at Family Video. Oh, oh my God. Family yeah, video. she worked at Family Video.
1: Mark Kranchak, friend of ours, yeah. works at Family Doesn't Video. Doesn't
0: Family Video have like a porno section in the bag? Someone yes. told me that. They have like the curtain. Any any reputable okay. video store does, uh, Mike. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, my dad's store didn't, excuse I'm me.
2: I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> but yeah. I remember, like, Blockbuster, right before it shut its doors, except everywhere, or everywhere except for Oregon or mm-hmm. whatever, I remember going as a kid. Yeah. I very Special. vague memories. New but movie was,
1: Tuesday. You yeah, knew Tuesday was oh the my day. New things that, the shelves. And then
2: when Redbox became a thing. Mm-hmm. I get the convenience
1: a, of that. That was really cool. We for had the dollar
2: dollar a yeah. day rental, and we go to Redbox, and whatever my mom, we had one in front of our, mm-hmm. our jewel at our hometown, mm-hmm. and we go there, and if we were good in the store we could go mm. get a video from Redbox That's and right. watch a movie and mm. yeah. or whatever we and had our it, family you movie night
1: yeah. and and but it was
2: so cool because yeah. it was like a dispenser yeah. and it would just dispense the DVD yeah. and it was you know, you you got to wait and you got to click through the buttons mm, and stuff. And yeah. I don't know going as a kid and loving to just see what Redbox had mm. and looking at it and being like physically like a vending machine. Yeah. It was a movie vending machine. And they had been, then they introduced the video games it was, where you uh, could vet yeah. the games. Yeah. Yeah. It was
1: communal, it was the watering yeah. hole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chances are you had a chatty employee who's like, Oh yeah, look, uh you know
2: Yeah. Or you stood in line or
1: yeah Oh hey, like you see that one go I'll recommend you three yep. more. You know, yep. like you it was the personal touch. Now it was, it's you're in your home. COVID didn't help. I can or we're, tell all, you what I'm we're all sheltered, and we all posted on Letterbox, no. but we're not sharing that. experiences.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're not. We're not actually. Kind of. We're sharing the buzzes to, to the store. We're not sharing the, the viewing of it.
3: Yeah.
2: I will say that it is nice to have that uh, immediate oh. message part oh, yeah, it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have friends that are around the state, around the country, that I can't be like, hey man, you, you want to have my copy of this? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it takes five to seven business days to ship something out now. Yeah. You know, where I can get a text from a buddy? It's like, hey man, you know, I'm yeah. in LA in New York. Yeah, yeah. You see this?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you have any recommendations or friends mm. that hey, we'll do our Zoom movie nights where we all get together and we'll watch something and.
1: Which um which streaming service tried like the watch party function where you and Netflix. friends can watch Netflix, mm. where Netflix. you and friends and other places can click and watch yeah. at the same time and chat and hang out? Yeah, that like that's it's not the same and never will be, but it's a good attempt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, our movies is special now,
0: you know, like especially like sure. if you it's look at good oh sure, because you look at Star Wars now,
1: it's like every year
0: we get it. It used to be a, that's like the thing I, events. Went. Yeah,
1: remember when remember there were, when, remember when there was one Disney animated movie a year and mm-hmm. it was June. And it was, yes. like, appointment viewing. And they the trailer for it would be a year away. And you were Toy
2: Story 4. And yeah. Exactly. Uh, like yeah. It mattered that,
1: that you had to wait. And, like, the trailer for the movie that was a year away would come out with a trailer with yep. the movie the year mm-hmm. before. And yep. it was, like, a calendar year of anticipation. Yeah. yeah. And even the, um, uh, or, yeah, like, um, just even Lucas' Star Wars films were three years apart. Yeah. You know, um, we knew they were coming. Lord of the Rings was one year apart, but yep. it still was an appointment thing. It felt special. Um, You knew that date. You circled it on the calendar, oh, but now it's, it's a parade. Yeah. It, you're catching lollipops every float that comes by. Yeah. It throws you candies. Especially
0: so. with critics now. It's like every week there's like, I don't even know a movie's coming out. Because I'm like, oh, I just saw four of this.
2: Oh, oh this one's coming oh, out. Oh. oh,
1: gosh. We can let you know, viewers and people, the, the workflow we have is nuts. <laughs> it's <is> a lot. <laughs> nuts. But yeah. at the same
2: time, I think there is something special about movies. Because yeah. I wouldn't have met You guys, if it weren't for physically mm-hmm. going to it's the true. movies, yep. I wouldn't meet... Mm-hmm a lot of the people I have in my life and I'm fortunate to know mm-hmm. because of shared interest and common ground and yeah. watching these things. And then, I, without You could say whatever you want about it yeah. you know, being put out 15 times a year or whatever. Yeah. And that's that's true. There's no overlooking that aspect of it. There's no denying that there's an, an unstoppable... The social part
1: never goes away. You're still there. But
2: it's fulfilling to go with someone mm-hmm. and be there and physically experience yeah. that. Yeah. You can experience it on your own. I could watch whatever I want on my laptop. And it could be me, myself, and I. And I go, okay, I like this. Mm -hmm. And I go about my day. But if it's something like this where you can actually indulge and have a discussion.
1: And then you could talk two of them into coming to your hometown to come on a (laughs) panel in an empty room. And talk about shit. People are walking through an and, and looking. Half.
2: Please sit down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're just it's looking really, at us. Like, please what sit are we down. Don't buy yeah.
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Why are <laughs> these guys talking to each other and filming it on their phone? I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure
0: they're thinking
1: <laughs> that
2: those kids are going to touch the screen. But that's the
1: thing. Like they're uh, they're around enough podcasters. They're probably creators that sells.
2: Oh, All sure. those guys oh yeah. put a Show
1: together. You know. No. Yeah. yeah. And, and everyone's a critic.
0: Everyone's a podcaster yeah. now. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Literally.
2: Anyone can be a critic.
0: What's yeah. what separates a pro critic from like a podcaster? Vocabulary. Hey. Hey. Tact.
1: Yeah. Get, getting getting
2: emails and saying that you're being paid to go to things yeah. and then yeah. it's not true. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I think that is a rite of passage. If you yeah. are falsely accused yeah. of being bribed by a critic I was a- site. I was mm. accused this
1: week. Yep. Yep. Oh, what? Don you well, I posted my picture for getting uh, Warner Brothers sent me Casablanca on four K in advance. Comes out Tuesday, I got it yesterday. Um, and one of my buddies is like, Oh, guess you're on the Warner Brothers take now. I'm like, Yes I am. Yeah. yeah. I expect that five star Black Adam review right. tomorrow. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Getting free oh stuff. My God. Yeah. Free stuff. <laughs> Netflix sending me like bottles of wine and flasks Hello? and stuff like that. Hello. It's, it's, it's really? life. Yeah.
1: I got, oh, gosh, I got stuff
0: last year. Yeah. yeah that, was for, what? that was for the Little movie fast. where Maggie yeah. Joan Hall directed it. The Lost and, Star. Oh, oh, The Lost Hunter. Yeah. 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 Got a bottle I,
2: I get excited if I get a letter that says, hey, we thought of
3: you. <laughs> I got,
0: what, I get a Well Go yeah. USA DVD.
3: Back, please. <laughs>
1: Getting into larger critics groups, yeah. this stuff, I, I got um, Mitchell's and the Machines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, filmmakers, that was my first one. Filmmakers like first gave me a signed picture.
2: Chris Lord and Phil Miller.
1: They signed a picture of me. Hey Don from the CCA. Are you kidding? me? Nice. Like, the, the cast of the movie, like watching it oh my on screen, God, like that's it's so joking cool. about the F Y C process in our picture, signed up. Uh, I love all guys. kinds of stuff. Like that's really, but big. it's the bottoms of wine. It's the yeah. it's this way. Now all of that is marketing to kiss that's our butts. M- to yeah, for yeah. Them, so but you are gonna give them the five
2: stars on Letterbox. Yeah, I'm on the take. But yeah. at the same I, as time, as I give there. Power of
1: the Dog two or three stars. Yeah, I, sorry, we had this. They flew me to LA, and I still give them three stars. You know,
2: going back to what you were saying earlier about um, op-eds and criticism. Yeah, that's the separation point of different. That too. Yeah. is how you call who's yourself. writing a
1: review, who's ranting. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. That
2: is how you define your professional Agreed. stance.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If I mm-hmm. anyone
2: could open a blog and say I feel this way about this movie, mm-hmm. and if they try, the moment it becomes personal. Yeah. The moment there's any form of bias or editorializing in your copy, you are no, you are, you are.
1: Yeah. You, you you lose you, want, like you the,
2: yeah, you lose your credibility because I'm gonna yeah. you know, I'm not gonna look for this for an uh, honest mm-hmm. and transparent review.
1: And that's why I joke and say vocabulary. Like yeah. I don't use first person pronouns when I no, write. I, absolutely if that makes not. me a flaming weird critic that no. speaks in the third person, I just don't. It's yeah. not I me my. It's not it what the movie didn't work for yeah, me. 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 I don't say that. It's sure.
2: not for me. I don't it right. you, yep. it's not rolling?
1: That's fine. Are you sure? Then it's all audio, all that's day okay. Long. We're good. <laughs>
2: It Is this a joke?
1: Nah. nah. Um. Are we running out of our time though? Who's your next thing?
2: I gotta make an announcement. Oh. Okay. Well, closing
1: thoughts here. All no. right. Closing well, let us wrap and we'll get you going here. i see the? Uh, all right. Then closing thoughts. Uh, we just uh, are you? Are we excited okay. for the future of Hollywood? I think <laughs> we yeah. are. We're there. Uh. We're here for the ride. Yeah. Work and prof- professionally
2: and personally. Yes. Yeah. We're there.
0: And Oscar season's coming up. Yeah. Any any big movies that we think is really going to make a The Whale. An impact? I think The Whale. I think The Whale. Yeah. Has anyone seen The Whale? I no, have. I have not yet. Oh, really? Is, is it good? I it's,
2: really like Brendan Fraser in it. I do not like Sadie Sink. I think that she's very one-dimensional. Okay. I, she has every right to be an angry child in this. Yeah. I think that she delivers her anger very well. Her hot-headedness is impressive. That's all she is.
1: I think the Oscar movie that... It will I set the tone.
2: Closer or whatever?
1: No, I think it's the Fablemans. I think you, okay. Spill, you bring oh Spielberg, personal story, nostalgia. It's that's the benchmark, like what will be above or below it in terms of like the everywhere all at once that's yeah. above it and then the other there Oscar too, that's, that that's could below win. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you need I, a 24 push and people that have long I mean, if they're memories.
2: pushing Terrifier too.
1: Good point. I, I mean, top I think gun everyone, too, so. everywhere, everywhere,
0: really? all at once, yeah. is going to win the popularity contest. And based off yeah, of that, yeah, but
1: even that's a niche popularity. It'll win the Independent Spirit Award. I don't know. I, the, I think the, like the, everybody, the likes blockbuster it. movie award will be won by Top Gun. MTV oh, yeah. movie oh, yeah. award will be MTV won award, by yeah. Top all right. Gun. All right, But no, more than anything, um, I'm, again, once again, for the folks on the microphones, I'm Donald Shanahan. Every movie has a lesson. Cinephile History Podcast, twenty-five. Well, I want to thank Annie Banks and Mike Crowley for following me to my hometown. Let the people know where to find your work.
2: You can find me at Chuckletter Comics.
1: You can find me at
0: YPAREviews.com. The YPA stands for you'll probably agree. And you can find me at YPA Reviews at Twitter, or Instagram, all that all that good stuff.
1: The last thank you goes to Pat Schurz, the man, the administrator, the runner, the Woo! creator, the founder of LodgeCon. LodgeCon 2022. Follow them on social media to go to LodgeCon 2023, because it's happening. Thank you everybody. Yeah. Good show, good times.
0: All right. All right. All right. See you later.